morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chad, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. So this is how things go behind the scenes when you pull back the curtain of uh, this morning with Stacy and Daryl. You don't want to. You don't want to share this. This is funny. I don't care. I, I think it's funny. So we're in day seven of the all new this morning. Uh, who's starting? <laughs> we both go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stepped up and said I'll start. Uh, I'll start talking, and then you started talking. So really, I guess it doesn't really matter what I say. Apparently, I'm pushing. All right. <laughs> oh, please! You need to meet Ms. Bratzel. I don't have a chance. <clears throat> let's go with that. All right. Okay. So let's calm. We need some tone. I think. Come I on. think we need you. You need to calm down, my I friend. Need, yeah, I, you know. Uh, you, you mentioned that this is day seven for me, and uh, learning things every day on this show. And uh, you know, I've been in the business for thirty years, and this is something I had never heard about: the international harp mm. therapy program. We're being played in here. I love this. Wow, that sounds beautiful. That just took care of all my. <laughs> I know, edge. right? It's like the Calm app right here in the studio. Oh. Cheryl Dahmer is a certified therapeutic harp practitioner through the International Harp Therapy Program. Good morning, and thank you so much for bringing your harp in with you today. Well, th- thank you for having me, and yes, it's carbon fiber, so it's very light. I haul this thing around all over the place. Yeah, you were throwing it around. You said it weighs about 10 pounds? <laughs> oh, 10 pounds, as opposed to my wooden harp, which weighed about 40, 45 oh, yeah. pounds. Well, and this is not a wee harp. This is not no. a little a little hand harp that you might see on, uh, you know, in, in a picture. This yeah. is a full stand-up. This is, and I'm lucky I can use it for therapeutic purposes because it's light. I do have a smaller, what we call a therapy harp, but the sound just isn't the same. Mm-hmm. And I can quietly go into bedside, into a room, and uh, step out after I'm done. And that's what you do, right? That's what I do. So tell us about what a therapeutic harpist is. Okay. Well, um, we're trained to provide prescriptive therapeutic music for whatever's happening at that moment because we can walk into a room and have to assess what's needed here at this moment. So if someone is in pain or if someone is very anxious or if someone is on their end of life journey. And so that's how I guess the difference between if you think of a physiotherapist Mm -hmm. and a massage therapist the physiotherapist would be like the music thera- therapist, and they're people who train for, you know, four years, get a degree to provide ongoing um, outcomes mm-hmm. for a patient. So they they probably work in a hospital or or some kind of a, a center. Whereas we can, it could be different all the time. <laughs> where we end up. Yeah. That sounds like it might be hard, but uh, it, instead of having it be hard, do you see the the benefits and then and then sort of the comfort? Oh, absolutely. Because of the nature of this instrument, the harp, and the long strings, and the amount of vibration that comes off it, it can be measured, and you can see it with your eyes in a, in a patient or someone who's anxiously mm. breathing. You'll see their respiration rate come down. If you're in a hospital and they have the, you know, the beeping monitors, you will see the heart rate decrease even the brain waves relaxing so it's it's 
quantifiable and there's lots of research but yes we do see in a in a you know it could take 10 minutes or so and you'll see things start to calm down mm. and uh it's really it's very rewarding <laughs> oh say. i i bet you you're directly seeing um the product of your work you've gone into some pretty you know um Interesting situations, I'm sure, yes. especially around Alzheimer's patients. Can you? I have a history of that in my family, uh, so uh, yes. tell me about you about know, how it works. W- I was in um, a memory care unit as after I graduated. That was part of my um, internship, and so you would see a lot of things. You would see everything from someone. I had a lady who was literally ripping her curtains down. She was so anxious, and so that's part of it, right? And and afraid, mm-hmm. and everything was just off. And so I just went in, and you meet them where you are. So I started playing something quite, you know, a faster pace, and then she'd kind of turn around and look at me, and then gradually I'm bringing mm-hmm. things down and changing the mode of the music, because we work with modes. And uh, finally she was sitting down with me and, and humming along. And so you see that, you see a fear you see anger and then you see as people really decline and head into their end of life so i've seen that all in sort of the memory care unit and that's what led me to working in hospice as i thought you know there's also a need for people on their end of life journey but not just them for the family in the room Uh, I'm fascinated also by that you meet them where they're at, and you said you started to play a more active kind. Can you just give us a little sample of, of what you mean by what, what would be a more active, and uh, then you sort of watch and then change your tone as they go? So I would sort of start in a... And get her attention, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of looking at me, and then I might go down to an Aeolian mode. then we'd end up happy. Mm. So it might take, it might not be that quick, but, yeah. um, and I think at one point we started singing, I've been working on the rail, <laughs> right, right? And then... A famous harp tune. Yeah, famous harp tune. <laughs> and then she ended up saying, you know, my oh, family wow. used to ha- be in the choir uh. in South Africa, you know, and so... It, that's what it does. So that's one visual thing you see right away. So evoking memories, yes. evoking and a, so, a past with the harp music. Yes, and that's where I found out from her that she sang in a choir mm-hmm. and her sister. And so then I have all kinds of music that I'll either bring or have on the iPad that's a hymn. And then it's like, okay, found out where she needs to be. And then with the group, I'll play for a group of patients in their in their room, you know, mm-hmm. um, where they sit at after lunch. Mm -hmm. And we'll do some of the old wartime songs because they were, a lot of them were in their later years, right? So Let Me Call You Sweetheart. Um, Some of the... The older songs, Elvis, they all love. Well, uh, oh, I'm sorry. You Can have you, to play Elvis. You have to play Elvis on the harp. <laughs> um, you, you've got to pick an Elvis tune. Uh, I 
had to be Love Me Tender. I didn't think Heartbreak Hotel was yeah, going to work. No. no, and so you you will find sort of based on when, as as Stacy, you probably know, when they were in love and happy. Mm. So probably back in the 40s and 30s even, and so you would work that music in in a group setting and and in their room sometimes if they're. If they're not coming out, the staff will say, could you go to Catherine's room? Because okay. she hasn't been coming out. So, mm. so, yeah. so people can hire you. So uh, if they have a loved one that, that perhaps might be in need of your service, yes. y- you'll go to their bedside and... Yep, and I, can, I can have Harp comfort. will travel with Harp <laughs> in hand. Um, but uh, the bulk of my time is spent at the um, St. Albert Foyer Lacombe Hospice mm-hmm. and at Pilgrim's Hospice. And so with both places, they, they're set up with a room that I can play in to get there and just bring the whole building and all the staff into a place of calm. And then they'll say, could you go to room eight? Could you go to room nine? And then I'll do individual rooms that way as well. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't, I'm curious as to how you started this. Where did you start playing, especially in hospice, especially with uh, leading, you know, I, I guess maybe it ended up with end-of-life care or seeing where the possibilities were, but how did yeah. you begin it? You know, when I started taking lessons from Terry McDade, I don't know hmm. if you know about them. Oh, the McDade the family, absolutely, McDade. yes. And he said, you know, there's a couple of other women. Why don't you guys form a harp circle? So that's kind of where it started in about 2002. And two of the ladies were in the internationally international heart therapy program mm. so bev ross who's at the university hospital and lois lund who was at the glenrose and so they said well we're taking this program we're going down to san diego you have to do some in person as well and uh i thought you know that when you play the harp you just feel that there's got to be something else besides just playing it for you know for fun, for fun yeah. and as that sort of developed you know you're your path sort of becomes clear and things fall into place and that's exactly what happened mm. so i'm curious you mentioned vibrations mm-hmm. and i know um uh, cats they can heal oh. with their purr yes and i'm wondering if the there's same th- is it is it yep it's it's all about what did tesla say energy vibration and frequency that's mm. everything and so a string like this is middle c <clears throat> but there's overtones to this one string it can also be can also be an octave higher so we're you're getting multiple overtones from the harp strings which is one of the reasons it works so well in uh, as a healing modality or a sound mm. healing so yes the frequency of sound and our own voices we all should hum and sing all the mm-hmm. time it's good for your body uh let's uh, can you just play us in a commercial break because we'd love mm-hmm. to talk to you a little bit more of, uh, before we let you go you and sure. your harp so uh this is cheryl dahmer she is an uh harp therapist in part of the international harp mm-hmm. therapy program oh, i've got lots more questions for her <sighs> see we were so anxious when we began this this segment or so so wound up now i'm not if you're driving Please focus. (laughs) Back in a moment. Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. 
Welcome back. We are hanging out with Cheryl Dahmer, a certified therapeutic harp practitioner, and a lot of text messages on the line. Uh, this one, this has made my morning. My mom had Alzheimer's, and I would hire a music therapist, and I would also take music to her care unit and entertain the residents. If you want to see the power of music with people living with dementia, I would highly recommend watching the documentary Alive Inside, or just sort of follow you around for the day. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm, it could work. It could work. I could put this on wheels. And you could be the pied, the pied harper of, uh, of Edmonton. Yeah, just, you could yeah. carry people around. There's also requests for ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, probably not. Yeah, how, probably. Do, how does music therapy work? How does that work? What what connects with people? Is there some way to quantify that? Yes. So so there's basically five things that we need to. Um, have in our uh, process when we approach someone where whatever that is mm-hmm. whether it's in a memory care unit in the hospital or in hospice and uh, the first thing is the mood of the listener so the person that's laying there how are they and we had mentioned this mm-hmm. agitated yeah. are they depressed are they near the end of their life journey um, from that we kind of then move into what kind of tempo of music do we need to provide at that at that time um, because we know it's going to affect and those are minute by minute decisions these are very quick decisions yeah yeah, so that we can help them with their breathing or their heart rate or their anxiety then their resonant tone and we all have a resonant tone Mm -hmm. and it may differ and if you wake up in the morning and go ah that's sort of your resonant your tone and you'll notice if you hum that tone you will feel good and that's something we listen for in whoever we're playing for so that we can play in that key so that's important um, to discover that and then their preferred musical genre so though we may be improvising within a mode we still want to include something that they can relate to and even if it's country music or um, a hymn or something. So you're constantly learning music then. (laughs) Yeah, and I carry around a lot of music. um, And sometimes, though, I will go into a room, and the other day um, I walked into a room and there was a a couple and and he was was ready to pass. And I just thought, for some reason, I want to play Unchained Melody. So I I did. And the, the partner, he just... He looked at me with this look, and then the tears started to flow, and he oh, said, Oh, you nailed from the From our favorite movie, and it happened with Claire de Lune, mm-hmm. the daughter who was in the room with her mother who was passing. She said, I walked down the aisle mm-hmm. to that song. Mm-hmm. So that that happened. Yeah. Some, you become intuitive, and uh, we also then, you have to find that uh, intention, and you, you just open your heart and, and play for someone, and... I can't explain it. A lot of interesting things happen. <laughs> Cheryl Dahmer, it has been so awesome having you yeah. in studio. That's Thank incredible. you for playing Thank with you. us. Would you like me to play you out? I think so. We're going to go yes, to... We we, do. I don't know if there's traffic sound. Uh-huh. Uh, if there's a traffic song, but we all need to calm down. Uh, Cheryl Dahmer is a certified therapeutic harp practitioner through the International Harp Therapy Program. It's been great having you on here today. Thank you.